Welcome back to another brew session with Marketing Essentials. I'm your host, Jenna, and I'm joined with my co-hosts, Jessica and Jess. Hi. Hello. Brew session is your chance to join us every week with your favorite brew, whether that's a cup of coffee or something stronger, as we discuss everything digital marketing. And we're excited to bring you episode number six of Brew Session. If this is your first time joining us, I'd encourage you to go back to our previous episodes for some actionable digital marketing tips. And speaking of previous episodes, last episode, we talked about PPC or pay-per-click uh, and digital ads with our special guest, Mark Blackbird. So if you joined us for last time's podcast, we'd love to get your feedback. Um, you can drop us a line on our Instagram page at mktg underscore essentials and let us know what your favorite tip from that show was. So coming up today, with May being Mental Health Awareness Month, we thought it'd be fitting to have this week's episode focus on employee mental health and productivity. So we all know there's been a lot of changes and uncertainty in the past couple weeks and months. Um, so this is just something we thought was really important to bring up and just kind of talk about today. So we're going to keep today's episode a little bit more conversational between the three of us. Um, and we're just going to kind of go back and forth, give you a couple of tips and insights that we've picked up from our agency. So just a quick overview of things that we'll be discussing. Um, we will be diving into what experiences we've been dealing with um, during this time of uncertainty, um, how we're coping with that, and how employers can help. And we'll even kind of talk about how um, Patty, our CEO, has helped us as well. So you're probably wondering why this is a topic of focus on a digital marketing podcast. Employee mental health has a direct impact on both employee happiness and productivity. So any business that is concerned about productivity levels, levels and a positive employee culture, hint, this should be in every business, should consider this as an important piece of running a successful business. For this week's double shot marketing tip, we're going to bring you a few tips from our CEO, Patty Cisco, that we've been implementing in our office, plus some ways you can take care of your own mental health so you feel your best wherever you're working. So our first tip is don't ignore signs of burnout and stress in your team and definitely don't ignore it in yourself either. Proactive employers understand that supporting the mental health of their employees will improve productivity and morale during this difficult time. Yeah, I think a lot of us, for some people, it's very different. I think a lot of people are either really busy right now or not very busy right now. Um, but either way, I think it's important to kind of like take a pulse check on where you're at. Um, Am I working at a sustainable level? Should I get more work? And don't be afraid to go, you know, to your team leader or to another coworker and talk about that and see if there's ways that, you know, your, your workload can be balanced or whatever you need to do. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great thing to point out that there's sort of two different ends of that, of that spectrum, whether you're either really busy or you're not busy at all. Either one can really cause that burnout because it's a change in your routine. So that's why it's so important to check in on your team. And like you said, do those pulse checks. All right, and next up, uh, this tip, encourage employees to take care of themselves and seek professional help if they need it. So one thing that our CEO, Patty, said that I, I really liked, that was good advice, um, find something just for you, even if it's just a quick walk to recharge. Um, sometimes just taking those small actions, like taking a walk, taking a quick break from work can help put you in a better mental state. 
I agree with that. I, I know um, my, for myself, I struggle with anxiety and I know a lot of people are really struggling with anxiety, especially now because we just don't, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty that surrounds us. So um, I, there's no shame in seeking professional help. Um, whether that's, you know, I know there's a lot of apps out there that are super helpful. There's um, even like, you know, counselors are doing virtual meetings. So just, you know, seeking that help and, and getting the help that you need is um, vital for you. Um, it's vital for your family so that, you, you know, you're still staying level-headed. So I always stress to people, like, don't be ashamed of it. I, a lot of people do it. More people than you know are doing it. Um, so just do whatever it takes to make you feel better. Yeah, I think that's really great advice, Jessica. And I think another thing to consider sort of on the flip side of that is don't be afraid, you know, to ask for help, whether, you know, that's something you need specifically from your employer that you think would help mitigate some of that stress, um, or if it's just reaching out to some of your coworkers, friends, et cetera, to say, hey, I'm really struggling, you know, can I talk to you for a bit? I think a lot of those things we think may not have an impact on our work life, but again, your mental state will directly impact how productive you are and that's how good the business is doing. So that's why it's so important to bring up this discussion for businesses. Yeah, that's a great point, Jenna. And I think especially now, a lot of us working from home, our personal lives and our working lives are very commingled. So what's affecting one is definitely going to affect the other. Um, that's actually a good segue into our next tip, um, which is to take the time to intentionally communicate your needs and any challenges that you're having um, with your team at work. So kind of like Jess mentioned, if you bring that up that maybe you're struggling, you're, you're needing something at work, um, if you can kind of be a little bit vulnerable and share your thoughts and feelings, that will not only help you feel less stressed, um, might actually just bring your team together too. You might realize other people are struggling with something similar. Um, maybe there's a process that you could improve to help with that. And I mean, your team can't help you if they don't know. So don't be afraid to bring that up and kind of share that within your team at work. Yeah, I think that's really great. I know something you touched on was, you know, being vulnerable, saying, you know, your thoughts and your feelings. I think especially in this time that becomes really important as an employer to remain very transparent, not necessarily how you feel. If you don't feel comfortable sharing your personal feelings, that's fine. But I think staying transparent from a business standpoint on how things are looking, you know, what your plan is over the next few days, months, et cetera. That way your employees will feel reassured that you're taking those next steps. Um, that transparency can go a long way in helping to reduce their stress about the unknown. Yeah, that's a perfect point. And that actually kind of uh, leads us into the fourth tip. Um, so for employers, employees should feel safe, they should feel connected, and they should feel heard and validated. Um, so that really helps with the performance of work. Um, keep in mind that people are dealing with a lot right now. Um, we're juggling parenting and teaching our kids and you know, additional people at home, like you know, if we have spouses that are working from home as well. Um, or it could be the complete opposite. They could be living alone and they don't really have anybody to talk to as they're sheltering in place. So just kind of keeping that in mind as well um, is, is vital for the, for the employees. Yeah, and I think something right now that's been kind of good advice is just give people a little bit of grace, you know, just understand that they're probably dealing with a lot. If someone, you know, snaps at you, has a short temper or something, just maybe give them a second think, okay, what are they probably dealing with that could have caused this? It's probably not a personal attack. Um, and just kind of give people a little bit of extra space. 
And if you notice that someone is struggling, I think, like we mentioned before, you know, don't be afraid to reach out, say, hey, is everything okay? Is there anything I can do? Um, you know, you talking to people like that is, is only going to improve your team and improve um, people's moods, which in turn is going to help them stay focused on their work. Yeah, that's so true. And I think another big thing that, you know, sometimes people don't acknowledge is that if you gloss over this and act like this pandemic isn't happening and people aren't struggling, you're not doing yourself any favor. Um, so being very upfront and recognizing that this is a challenging time for your employees or, you know, maybe even your clients, I think the more upfront you can be about that instead of trying to turn a blind eye, the better off you'll be. Yeah, very good point. So the final tip is eat right, work out, and get plenty of sleep. Try to stick to a schedule that works for you. So I know for me, um, I normally don't work out on a regular basis, but since this happened, um, I'm actually running more. I mean, I think Jenna would <laughs> really <laughs> applaud that because she's our runner here, but um, I'm actually running to relieve stress. So just finding new workouts and things I've, I've found for me personally has um, really helped out with the stress and the anxiety of everything. Um, especially if you're adjusting to a new um, working from home environment, that's something that's brand new to you. So just finding ways to adjust to that um, can really help maintain a positive mental state. Yeah, I think that's a really great tip. Um, Jess, I know you're not the only one that's reached out to me about getting out there and running. I do run regularly and I have a lot of friends that actually, you know, don't run that often. And since being you know, confined to working from home for the past couple of months, I actually had three different friends reach out to me and say, hey, you'd be so proud. You know, I started running this week because, you know, I felt like I needed something to do to get out of the house and it's made such a difference. So whether that's running or biking or just getting up and walking around the block, anything like that to break up your day can not only feel, make you feel more recharged for work, but again, it's going to do wonders for your mental health as well. Yeah, great points, both of you. And I think a lot of people, something that you don't think about is your physical health and your mental health are so connected. You know, if you're taking care of yourself, you're getting sleep, you're going to, you're not only going to feel well physically, but your mental health is going to improve too. So anything you can do to boost one is going to help the other. Yeah, absolutely. All right, great tips, guys. Next up, we have House Blend. Um, we're going to talk about some of the important things that we're seeing in the digital marketing space right now. So the first thing we want to talk about is the office of the future. And this is obviously extremely relevant right now, just knowing that everyone's been working from home recently. And while industries like the digital marketing industry and different technology spaces may be more used to working remote, I would say there is probably the majority are not fully comfortable with doing that yet. So that's why this topic becomes so important. So as many states prepare to have employees return to the office, the way we operate will probably have to change. I'm sure you're going to see more offices phase in coming back to the office. First of all, I think some will remain, you know, partially working remote or may doing may come in and shifts working. I've already seen that across a couple different companies I know of. But for those that are coming back to work, you're going to see things such as temperature checks being included, 
social distancing assessments, more frequent disinfection and hand washing and so on. And remember these regulations will differ by both state and industry, but we should expect these changes to last probably for the foreseeable future as employees balance both productivity and safety. And then the second house blend is um, the customer journeys. So the way that people are thinking right now as they um, look for products or services have changed. Um, this has become a, a hot topic um, during COVID. So you, do you really know or understand how your customers will do business from here on out? And do you really understand and are you adapting to the way they are reacting during the pandemic? The good news is most companies, according to Adweek, say they've learned a lot about their customer journeys now and will apply those to the future. So the takeaway is make sure you talk to real customers and shape your marketing and sales to the way they do business. Yeah, I think really now more than ever, we're seeing that things are changing, especially depending on your industry or your specific um, brand. People might not be purchasing or going through that sales process the way that they used to. So it's really important to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on right now so you can adjust to make changes in real time. That way you're not lagging behind later. All right, and next up we have listener submissions. So we got a couple of listener submissions through our Instagram. Um, just a reminder, you can always submit your questions to us by visiting Instagram and going to at mktg underscore essentials and visiting our podcast highlight. All right, for our first listener submission, we had someone ask, I've been seeing a lot of ads on Facebook lately, so how do I know if Facebook ads are right for my brand? So Jess, what would you say to that? So simple answer, it could be right for your brand. Um, it's just kind of dependent on, on the situation. So as many may or may not know, Facebook is making it even more difficult for businesses to organically post and make that connection with their audience because they want to keep everyone on their platform. They don't want you to travel off to your, to your website or travel off to some other platform. They want to keep you right there. Um, so if you're, if you're posting things like, you know, if you have a blog or a podcast even, um, if it's not linked directly within Facebook, they're going to shift all of your organ or any organic post with a link to the bottom of the newsfeed and nobody's going to see it. So it's becoming more of a pay to play type of platform, but that's the kind of stuff that you're looking for. Um, so it, it could be, it could be a really good avenue for you if you're not already implementing it. But the one thing I always, always ask, are your competitors advertising? Because if they are, then you probably should be too. Um, just to stay relevant, just to stay in front of your customers. Um, that way that your competitors aren't diluting the, the industry or the services that you're, that you're providing. Great answer. So the second one we saw was, I'm struggling to keep people engaged on team video calls at work. Do you have any suggestions to help with this? Yeah, that is a great question. I think a lot of uh, people are feeling Zoom burnout lately if you're doing a lot of meetings at work, if you're only seeing your coworkers virtually. Um, but there's a couple of things you can do that kind of make that more engaging and get people um, working on those. So first of all, I always recommend showing your video when you're on a video call. A lot of people are kind of hesitant to show themselves. They're like, oh, I don't want people to see my face or the background. But I think things go a lot smoother if you can actually see the people that you're interacting with that can make things easier. Another thing is encouraging people to get on or to log on to the system, you know, five to 10 minutes early to get prepped. Um, sometimes people just think they can quickly log on at the last minute and then they're not ready to go. That creates problems. So just kind of encourage people to be ready on time. 
You might also do kind of a round robin approach. Maybe you you call on different people throughout the meeting to get their feedback to make sure everyone's um, engaged. You might also uh, assign roles to people. Maybe someone's the timekeeper, someone's a note taker. That way people have a specific task that they're doing while on the call. Um, and finally, biggest piece of advice, whether it's a virtual meeting or an in-person meeting, try to keep meetings as short as possible um, and, and break them down into chunks. If you give people a set agenda ahead of time, they can know what to expect um, and you can more quickly get through what you need to get through. Those are really great tips, Jessica. I know that when we started implementing some of those simple changes into our meetings at Marketing Essentials, we really saw a big difference in the outcomes of the meetings and how much more we got done out of them. Yeah, I feel like when um, we said we all had to be on video, I feel like people are more engaged. And especially now, like with us being home all the time, I mean, we're not, we're not strangers to remote work before this all happened. Um, but now that we're 100% remote, getting to see your guys' face, like, you know, seeing other people's faces besides my family every day is just a nice breakup anyhow. So I think, you know, making sure that you jump on video whenever possible is, is affects you positively. Yeah, I would definitely second that. It's nice to see some familiar faces with the video on instead of, like you said, feeling like you're just quarantined with your family, which although great can start to feel, um, very lonesome sometimes if you need just some different adult interaction for a while. Yeah, and I would say a fun bonus depending on your um, team culture is you might get a chance to get a little tour of someone's house or you could even use Zoom as a virtual lunch or just something fun to kind of break it up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. All right, so thanks for joining us guys for another brew session with Marketing Essentials. If you're interested in hearing more on this topic, be sure to click the link in the description to watch the full webinar on employee mental health hosted by our CEO, Patty Sisko. And be sure to tune in next time. 